Well, well, well. Look who's still here after all the drama of the last show. I still stand by what I was saying. I'm still very confused by a lot of different things about the self-help industry, wanting to know if I want to be in it. So if that's true, what does this show mean? Basically, I've decided for now that I'm just going to do a podcast of something that I wish I had. It cuts through all the bullshit, gives a little hope. You hang out with some cool people. You put yourself in a good frame of mind, and that's all you could really do. Nobody has the answers. Nobody does. Even though all the experts think they do, they don't have the answers. But they want to charge you for them, don't they? Uh, I'm still having a hard time coming to terms with the fact that I always envisioned that I was going to get on stage and do these talks and make them funny and just hang out with cool people, like I said. I'm starting to feel that that might be fading away a little bit, but I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up by any means. I'm just, just going to see what happens. Just going to see what happens. I know one thing that won't happen. If I don't get any sleep, nothing's going to happen. Apparently, I forgot how to sleep. I cannot do it on weeknights. On weekends, I get into bed and I sleep all day, and that's probably what the problem is. And I don't want to bitch about my little physical stuff and the sleeping and things like that, but it, it really is a detriment to my entire work week, my entire week of wanting to work out, my entire week of wanting to do all these things that I want to do, all these things that mean a, a whole hell of a lot to me. None of them get done without the proper nutrition, the proper rest, the par- proper, you know, working out. You got to get your, you got to have the whole package going, man. You really do. You can't have just uh, good physical health. You got to have some good mental health. You got to just be prepared. That's all it is. And especially when you get a little older, get a little older, man. It's crazy. It's, it's weird how you forget things. It's weird how you, uh, you know, what really matters to you anymore. It's just really strange. And I'm, uh, I'm kind of opening myself up and just kind of enjoying the ride to see where things go. As a matter of fact, just a moment ago, I went and got a coffee just so I could do this. Went down, it's raining outside. I don't know if you can see behind me, it's Seattle, so it's raining. And But you could sit underneath these awnings by the coffee shop. It's still in the 40 degrees, but I figured I'd just go ahead and sit down for a little bit. And I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about today, if anything. I wasn't even sure if I was going to do a show today. But I uh, promised you guys that I was going to do two a week, usually on Monday and Wednesday, Monday and Thursday. It's always been Thursday, though, lately. But I said I was always going to do one on Monday. So here I am. I promised you guys, and above all, I promised myself that I was going to do it. But I just didn't know what I was going to talk about. And it's amazing when you just roll with it, like I was just suggesting, where you just kind of see what's happening, when you just kind of check the vibe, the situation, what's going on in your life, and pay attention to things around you. And, of course, you know I love dogs. And this woman walks up behind me with another friend of hers, and she has a golden retriever. 
And she takes a little treat out for the dog. Says, hey, you want a treat? And the dog shakes its head like, I don't want it for one of your freaking treats. I have never seen a dog, especially a golden retriever, turn down a treat. Now, I know that a lot of people will argue out there, oh, my golden retriever does it all the time. You don't understand golden retrievers, Terry. You don't know what it's like to have a dog. You're just a pussy. Okay. I can have these conversations with the haters just as much as I can, the people that are here to have a good time and to spread a little hope and a little bit of cheer. But it was weird because I guess the dog had been sick and I was overhearing their conversation and she said, it's a miracle that the dog Sammy is still here. And I guess it went through some big health issues and things like that. So I started thinking miracles, miracles. Do you believe in magic? Boopy doodly doo. Sorry, every once in a while I break into song. But do you? Do you believe in miracles? Because I sure do. My whole life has been a miracle. I know when people talk about it, especially dudes, when dudes talk about love, they talk about miracles. They talk about uh, feeling if they have a spirit guide or or just anything that's not football. <laughs> especially this week with the Super Bowl going on. Guys don't handle that well, but I, I, I want to put an end to that. It was really cool. I had Richard Bach on one of my podcasts a long time ago. And Richard Bach, is a hero. He is the guy, I'm going to say the first or second guy, the book that I read that saved my life, that I've talked about on earlier podcasts, that really made me look at things differently. One was by uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, The Sky's the Limit, I think is the name of that book. And then the other one was Richard Bach's Illusions. Now, he wrote a book called Jonathan Livingston Siegel. Most people know him from that. And he's a recluse. He's older. He's, I think he is uh, still alive. I have a feeling if he wasn't, he wouldn't tell anybody though. He wouldn't, he would, he's instructed people around him just to let him go away. Which is something that I would like to do, by the way. I love this guy. He means everything to me. And he actually said, you know, I'm getting back to the subject here of the way guys are. After we had a talk, he actually wrote me a really nice email. And he said that I might be redefining what it is to be a guy. At first, I was flattered. And then I wasn't. Then I was like, what do you mean? Am I I acting too light? You know, am I acting too uh, wishy-washy and too foo-foo-y and all that? And then I took it as a compliment. I got back to the compliment stage. uh, Because, yeah. Not everybody's the same. Not everybody has to go football. Listen, I love my sports like we've talked about. I dig it. I love it. I get out there and I scream at my teams and everything else. But, you know, I'm changing a little bit as far as that goes. So when you say, do you believe in miracles? A lot of dudes kind of shy away from this. So if you're a guy right now, listen up, okay? You don't have to tell anybody you believe in miracles. A lot of the stuff that I believe in and is really, really powerful to me, some of my beliefs, I will never tell anybody. I know that's not nice. I know that I'm here to share in any way of success or any tips I can give. But some of the stuff is so powerful to me that I just don't want to let it out of the bag because I selfishly need it right now. But I do believe in miracles. 
uh, my whole life basically has been a miracle. I mean, I, I, I have achieved things that nobody thought that I would achieve. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not super successful in any way. But I am somebody who's been able to do a, a career that they love for many, many years and make a living at it. I have a great wife. I'm a knock on wood healthy. I, I have a lot of really neat things going for me. And if you had heard family and friends talk about my family and me specifically, I overheard them. I overheard them. I should not be even alive at this point. It's not like I was a crazy guy doing drugs or anything. There just wasn't a lot of hope for me. If there were odds in Vegas, I'd be like a, you know, a million to one that I would be, have the life that I enjoy right now. But uh, like I said, I never would have reached the heights that I, that I have. And, um, and I start thinking how many miracles do people get? Am I hogging up all the miracles? Because I still want more. But I'm here to tell you right now, miracles are basically a mindset. They're like art and beauty. They're in the eye of the beholder. To me, there is no such thing as a big or small miracle. Yes, some of them, you know, some people's lives are changed because of miracles. Their car gets smashed in a head-on collision, but they just walk out unscathed. They uh, beat all the odds and, and beat a health issue, or they win the lottery and they really needed money at the time. And, you know, you hear about them all the time and you go, when is this going to happen to me? I've never had any of those types of miracles. I'm, and I hope that knock on wood again, that I don't get in a big car crash or anything like that or have some health issues that I... I have to just rely on a miracle to be able to continue on with my life. But I still, I still want a defining moment miracle. I still want one of those where I just cannot understand what happened. I had one that happened on the beach in um, Cabo San Lucas. I'm not going to tell the story. I just, I just pulled short. I just pulled the reins back. I don't think that I'm ready to tell it yet. I've told a few people in my life. Nobody believes it. Nobody believes it. So why would I tell anybody else? But it's true. It's real. It happened to me. And maybe one day I will tell it. But I just want some more miracles. And if you start looking for miracles and you start noticing miracles, you start believing that you can attract these things. Is it a miracle that you got a great parking space today? I mean, that's a little miracle. To me, that's a big miracle. It's something that happened. It's just another way to affirm that good things can happen to you. Good things. You deserve good things. We deserve good things. And once we start believing that we deserve all the good things in the world, I believe that stuff starts to happen. But you have to consciously keep knowing and keep realizing and keep recognizing, wow, that happened. 
I didn't think that would ever happen. I can't believe I passed that test. I can't believe I met the person of my dreams at McDonald's. I can't believe that, you know, there's so many things out there. Start thinking about the miracles you have in your life that, that most people would never look at as miracles. And I know it's going to be hard to figure that out. I know it's hard to think, wow, uh, you know, I don't want to put myself in that weird front, uh, mindset that everything is a miracle. But you know what? I don't think everything is a miracle, but even some of the worst things that have happened to me, some of the worst things have turned out to be somewhat of a miracle. They've changed my life. Some of the worst things that have happened to me, family dying, breakups, losing jobs. Sometimes it's a miracle when you lose your job. How many people have you heard that they got fired from their job and they're just miserable? They want to go home and end it all. They, they sit in the house. They drink for about six weeks. They just say, I'm you know, whatever. And it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to them. You've heard those stories day in and day out. So if you start thinking, at least I'm thinking, well, if you start looking at that, then everything is, has a, you know, silver lining. I know it's very cliche. I'm not giving you any new information here. Terry's not breaking ground. I third person myself. I'm not breaking ground here. You could go online right now on any of these stupid Instagram accounts or whatever it is. And you could hear somebody saying a version of what I just said. You could hear it. Yeah. All the little quotes, you know, I, I could open up a, a, a book about it. Let me, let me go. Let, let's see here. Let me just open up a thing. Oh, I can't. Okay. Yeah, I can. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to just put miracles and I'm going to do quotes. Okay. They're out there all over the place. Okay. Love is a great miracle cure. Loving ourselves works miracles in our lives. Why, thank you, Louise Hay. From Hay House, uh, that's Hay House right there. That is a person who has a, uh, a book company, a publishing company, Hay House Publisher. And Louise Hay is somebody, my mom, this is weird. See, this is weird. Louise Hay is somebody my mom told me about a long time ago. And she really was a fan of Louise Hay. That's weird. I wonder if something, that's weird. <laughs> this is weird. You know, I was just, I was thinking about my mom today. I was talking about my mom and it's weird because my mom has been passed away for God, a long time. And I regret to say that there used to be uh, times that I, not a day that goes by that I didn't think of my mom. And then over time, you know, only little things remind you of her, which is really sad. But I was just talking about her today on the Lex and Terry show about how my mom used to tell people to send love to something that's happening, something bad that's happening. She would always say, send love. And she was, she would always talk to me about Louise Hay. Why did that just pop up? Why did that pop up when I just Googled miracle quotes and that thing comes up, Louise L. Hay. Damn, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm not going to, you know, could that be a miracle? Could that be considered a miracle? 
that I'm doing a podcast and I'm struggling to find shit to talk about and this pops up in my life? (laughs) That is so damn cool. Well, my point is, the point being is that I'm not breaking any ground here. I'm just here to remind myself of how powerful the universe is and how powerful we truly are. And if you've come along for the ride, I appreciate you being here. I really do. So, wow. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and I I can't top what just happened. I can't top what just happened. I'm going to go ahead and bask in that one for a while. I hope you have a very strong week. I want to thank all you wombats for being here. Wombats, a group of wombats is, is called a something, a wisdom. I'd like to think we're all, if we choose to listen and talk about things like this, we are choosing to share some sort of wisdom and some sort of reminders that we've learned over the years. We're not experts. And none of those sons of bitches that are on these self-help things are experts. Trust me. None of these people are experts. But this is the, the era of social media. You could go then put in your bio. I am a expert of, uh, you know, what's the latest term that I've been hearing? You know, um, what is it? Mind thought expert or mind organization expert. There's no such thing as that. There's no such category as that. You make up your own category. You call yourself an expert. You charge everybody a thousand dollars to learn it and some suckers will pay it. Don't pay any of these people anything. Wait till I come up with something good. You can pay me. But, I, but before I start asking for money, I better have something good to offer you. Right now, I'm just going to bask in what happened. That was really cool. So thanks for being here, everybody. I really appreciate you. And have a very strong week. Uh, I'll be back on Thursday. I'm going to try something a little different, I think, this week. And uh, the YouTube thing. Thanks for going on YouTube. Oh, yeah, on YouTube. If you watch this, if you're listening to this on podcast, could you do me a favor and could you go on YouTube and like and subscribe to that page? And uh, put on a video, even if you've heard the podcast before, put on the video and let it play. I don't have the money that these guys have. They, they have these things that they called um, farms. And these social media guys, these people that call themselves experts, what they do is they hire these computer farms to all these computers, all these servers are in one room and they all listen to the radio, their, uh, their podcast at one time. They all like and subscribe to their YouTube pages and you pay a fee for that. And that's the way you get to be monetized. That's the way you get all kinds of things. But I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't have that. I don't have that. So if you guys could go and just click on my YouTube page and click on one of the videos and let it play through all the way through, I have to get to a certain, I'm just being honest. I have to get to a certain amount of hours that people have listened to the show to be able to monetize. It's 3,000 hours within 365 days. And right now I'm closing in on 600 hours. So if we could get up there, that's the last, that's the last little domino I need to be able to have ads, I guess, in front of my videos and things like that and make a little bit of jack. Uh, from doing this, you know, 
So I'm just being honest. Help me get there. I really appreciate it. All right. Have a great day, guys. Adios. Oh, as I say in my Los Dodgers, oh, I'm very bilingual today. See you guys.